the journey to abundance, embracing obedience and divine blessing. Second Corinthians chapter three, verse eight, right? So I'm going to share the scripture because many people are struggling to find purpose, struggling to live with power and struggling to make small degrees of progress consistently. Right? Second Corinthians 3, 18 says, but we all with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord as are, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the spirit of the Lord, right? The more we, 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 we look at Jesus, the more we begin to be like Jesus. Isaiah chapter 28, verse 10 says, for precept upon precept, upon precept, line upon line upon line, here a little, there a little. And as we navigate through life, let's embrace the gradual process of transformation, trusting that every small step forward is a significant part in our journey to go from glory to glory, right? The too long didn't read of the sermon is what? We embrace challenges, we live in obedience, we seek prophetic wisdom and experience God's favor for a life of prosperity, progress, and power. I don't want you to be a regular, regular Christian that's always suffering, that's always being abused, that's always under the circumstances, that always feels like they're a victim. I want you to have authority. I want you to walk with anointing. I want you to know who you are, whose you are, and where you're going so you can always remind yourself, listen, Papa, I'm contending for my crown. The devil already lost. Right, And so we want to talk about listening to God. We want to talk about bravely facing our problems, getting wiser and wiser in our growth, right? Because there's hierarchies, there's levels to this. Somebody say levels, right? There's spiritual hierarchy, even in the Old Testament priests. There, there were high priests, right? Even in Ephesians 6.12, there talks about the destruction realms of demons and principalities and powers. There were tears, there were levels, even as we grow as believers, we go from convert to believer, to disciple, to servant, to friend. There's angels, archangels, seraphim. There's David's mighty men in 2 Samuel chapter 23. There was ranking in David's mighty men. And so I want to remind you not to get stuck, but to continue to grow. Continue to grow from convert to disciple to servant to friend to daughter and son of God. So first thing I want to talk about, my first big idea, is divine guidance for progress. Turn with me. Let's look at Isaiah chapter 48, verse 17. And we're going to read from the New Living Translation, and we're going to read from the King James. Isaiah 48, 17 says, this is what the Lord says, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord, your God, who teaches you what is good for you and leads you along the path you should follow. Now, I like the King James Version of this too. Thus says the Lord, the Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord, thy God, which teacheth thee to profit and leadeth thee by the way you should go. James chapter 1, verse 5 says, if you need wisdom, ask your generous God, and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. So this morning, I want to remind you, seek the Lord for insight. Seek the Lord for guidance. Seek the Lord 
for wisdom. So some things you could do to make this real is you could have um, journal prompts. What is the Lord showing you today? Right? You could put reminders on your cell phone. You could put post-it notes. Right? You could put post-it notes. You could um, every week prepare short uh, testimonies every Wednesday morning to share at midweek. Now, if you want to go to another level, right, seeking God, you're having a hunger to seek God for wisdom, seek God for insight, seek God for sight, seek God for foresight, seek God for clarity and hindsight, the things that happen to you. So you can have pattern recognition. You know, I, I sometimes, a few times a year, I do this where during my morning time, I ask God um, to give me a hint of what's going to happen today. And I write down specific nudges I feel that the Lord is telling me. And in the evening, I look back at the list and, and, and reflect on it, right? And so it's important that as people of power, that we never forget to seek God for guidance. So another reminder, second reminder I want to give you is that there are rewards for obedience, Isaiah chapter 1, verse 19 says in the New King James Version, if you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Job chapter 36, verse 11 says, if you obey and serve them, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. Hudson Taylor, famous missionary, once said, God's work done God's way will never lack God's supply. So brothers and sisters, I want to remind you this morning that before we look for a new word, before we look for a new prophecy, are we being obedient to what God has already shown us? You know, some things I do on Saturdays, I write down what are my roles as a pastor, right? So as a pastor, I pray for you guys, I disciple you guys, I feed, uh, I lead, I protect Right? As a husband, right? I'm called to love, I'm called to serve my wife, to pray for my wife, uh, to, to uh, uh, provide and guide. As a father, I'm called to govern, to guard, to guide, right? And so I, I, I remind myself of this obedience, right? As a family leadership coordinator, I am called to communicate, I am called to advocate. So it's important that we are staying in tune with obedience, because there's reward from if we are willing and obedient, right? Not just obedient, willing. If we are willing and obedient, we shall eat the good of the land. If the Bible says, if we obey and serve, we shall spend our days in prosperity. So I want you to journal this journey. I want you to ask the Lord, what area of your life have you been slacking and lacking in obedience? Okay, big idea number three. We're almost done. I want to talk to you about what's called the Issachar anointing. The Issachar anointing. If you look at First Chronicles chapter 12, verse 32, it says, First Chronicles chapter 12, verse 32. From the tribe of Issachar, there were 200 leaders of the tribe with their relatives. All these men understood the signs of the times and knew the best course for Israel to take, right? And so we need an Issachar anointing. We need to know the signs of our times. Understanding that times lead to wise action. 
So some of the reminders about this anointing is understand life stages. There are stages in your life. And ask the Lord to give you insight regarding the stage of your life that you're in now. There are stages in the grief journey. If you're going through grief, understand there are stages. There are stages in career progression. There are stages in a marriage evolution. Right? When you go from butterflies, when you have to, you, you fall in love, you fall in love, and then you, there's a time when you have to decide to grow in love. The butterflies are no longer there. Right? There are times of seasonal affects in our, effects in our mental health. There is, we have to know already, if we're gloomy in the winter, we need to get more, we need to walk more in the sunlight. Right? For some of us, you need to go outside more when the sun is out. Right? Because that affects your circadian rhythm, you know, all this stuff. For some of you guys like me, you have allergies in the spring, you know you got to go to the doctor and get your medicine. We need to stop living in reaction and start being proactive and seeking the Lord to give us this anointing to understand the times and seasons and cycles that we are in now. Everybody's living in reaction. Everybody's living um, just in a constant state of default, but I want you to live by divine design. What, is this, what season in your life are you in now? Right. And then the fourth big idea is understand that we have to be hungry to seek God's insights and revelation. We need to, there needs to be birth of hunger inside of us to tune in to the voice of heaven. Right, the book of Amos, chapter three, verse seven says, "Indeed, the sovereign Lord does not, does anything until He reveals His plans to His servants, the prophets." Psalms chapter twenty-five, verse fourteen says, "The Lord is a friend to those who fear Him. He teaches them His covenant. The Holy Spirit teaches you all things once you in alignment, right? Intimacy leads to insight." John 15, 15 says, Jesus says, I no longer call you slaves because a master doesn't confide in his slaves, in his slaves. Now you are my friends, says I've told you everything the Father told me. Revelation chapter 2, verse 7 says, He who has ears, let him hear what the Spirit says to the church. To him who to him who overcomes, I will give some of the hidden manner to eat. I will give him a white stone and on that stone a new name written, which no one knows except him who receives it. So in a secret place, the spirit secretes secrets into your soul. Secrets that will be, you will feel nudges. You will feel specific guidance. You will see symbols. You have an internal GPS. You have to hunger and thirst for this level of guidance. And the last big idea, we're talking about spiritual, like maturity things and, and, and seeking God for insight in our journey. The last thing is I want to warn you about the Jonah syndrome, right? Where you do something good for God, you help somebody, you get an insight, you share it, you 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 do you you of service in your church, but then you get an adrenaline dump. And this is why we lose a lot of disciples. We lose a lot of disciples post-ministry, right? So the book of Jonah, avoiding the Jonah sy syndrome, Jonah chapter four, verse one to three. So Jonah, God called Jonah to speak to Nineveh and he hated the people in Nineveh. 
and, and then so he, he he tries to run for the Lord. You already know he goes in the well, the Leviathan spits him out. He says, okay, okay, I'll do it. He says like eight words to Nineveh. Eight words, like in, in 40 days, the Lord's going to destroy this place. And God's already been dealing with the people's hearts. They all repent. Revival, right, in this Gentile place. And he gets mad that they get saved. He gets mad. And he's like a hater, a kingdom hater, right? Because he don't understand God's ways. So look at Jonah chapter 4, verse 1. This change of plans greatly upset Jonah, right? Because he was racist. And he became very angry. So he complained to the Lord about it. Did I say before I left home, you will do this, Lord? This is why I ran away to Tar uh, Tarshish. I knew that you are merciful and compassionate God, slow to, to get angry and filled with unfailing love. And you are eager to turn back uh, from destroying people. Just kill me now, Lord. I'd rather be dead than alive if what I predicted will not happen. So we see this big adrenaline dump. And the, the Jonah syndrome represents a spiritual condition, which is a reluctance to obey God's call, a forgetfulness of the anointing, and the desire to have your way, not God's way. Right? And so I just want to remind you that sometimes when you're being used by God and you don't stay prayed up, you don't stay uh, having your devotion life. Sometimes when fatigue walks in, faith walks out. And sometimes after you do something big for God, the enemy comes and hits you. And you feel this melancholy spirit. You feel this spirit I want to give up. I see there's so many Christians, and I just want to warn you, don't have amnesia to the anointing. Don't try to completely understand every aspect of God's will and ways. Just walk in loving willingness and obedience. Amen? Amen. I'm done. I just wanted to share a few insights with you, right? I'm, I'm praying that God nudges you to a deeper level. I pray that many of you will step up with the anointing of Issachar and start seeing the seasons and cycles of life you're in. That you will give birth, that something will give birth to you, to, that you will love to pray. You know, the a prophet Daniel prayed several times a day because he was always checking in with God because he always had to come with an on-time word for his job, right? He always had to come with an on-time word. And so, and he, 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 he was so good at his job, he had three different kings and they all held him in high regard. Right? So I want you to have that Daniel, that spirit of excellence that you're checking in with heaven in the morning. You're checking in with heaven when you pray for your food. You're checking in with heaven several times a day so you can hear the guidance of the Lord. And you can go from glory to glory. And that you're not living as a baby Christian for 30 years. But that you begin to start having understanding. You begin to start seeing the pattern. You begin to start understanding the season and cycle of life you're in. And you start beginning to use the faith to change this, to alter, enhance the circumstances surrounding your existence. And you begin to take part in a kingdom agenda for your life. It's time to grow up. You want to glow up? It's time to grow up. It's time to carry your cross with a smile. Right? Uh, Albert Camus says, imagine Sisyphus happy. Imagine carrying the cross with the joy of the Lord. Imagine plowing forward and never looking back. Imagine trusting the Lord and being willing and obedient and letting God bless you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, guide us in this path of righteousness. 
Strengthen our resolve to face challenges with faith, obeying your word with diligence and willingness and growing in wisdom and insight. I pray, Lord God, that you birth in us like a, a, a desire for the secret place, a desire to check in with the kingdom of God several times a day, not to live in reaction to the kingdom of darkness, but live into response to the agenda of the kingdom of God. May your favor and healing touch uh, touch every aspect of our life. Let our journey inspire others. Take us from glory to glory. Take us from level to level. Prosper us, Lord. And may your love shine through us. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much for investing this hour into your spirit.